0: What's up, Brewskies? See how smooth I did that this time? That's pretty good. Thank you. No pressure. None. Not mm-hmm. at all. Listen, the reason that I beefed on that last <laughs> week was because I was trying to get Andino's introduction right. Sure. And all I could think about was not messing up. And the first thing I did was mess up. Psyched yourself out. I did. Yeah. I was too much thinking. Mm-hmm. I should have just, like, gone into it. Just do. Like a like a natural. Like yeah. the natural that I am. Yeah. You, you forgot. Know? I did. I just you forgot, forgot. forgot
1: who this is. Yep. yep. Yeah.
0: Dale Earnhardt.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Never forget.
0: My name is Marco Dupa, actually. And with me, as always, is the great, the powerful Adam Obesius Rodriguez. What up, Brewskis? Tonight's brew is from Red Light, Red Light Brew Pub. It's the Roses Kolsch. Mm-hmm. And Obi's going to have a little bit more about that after the break. What's on tap for tonight? You know, we have to recap The Last of Us. They got pushed back a couple days for um, for the, the the big game. True. Don't want to call it what it is, because
1: God forbid. <laughs> yeah, they come after this this right. big old podcast. I'm pretty sure we already got uh, s- struck in some degree for saying the f word earlier in the uh, episode, last episode. Oh so, yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, that was pretty early. It's pretty. That was like 30 seconds. It's into pretty the much show. yeah. Pretty yeah. much right after that.
0: So we're gonna recap the latest episode of The Last of Us. Uh, what else do we got?
1: We also have uh, a, a bevy of trailer trash. Trailer
0: trash. <laughs> mm-hmm. And Ant uh, uh, Man and the Wasp Quantumania, Quantumania is out as of this recording. Right. And it is getting thrashed <laughs> by critics. So we're going to talk a little bit about that. Sure.
1: And uh, what else? Um, we will also talk about I don't know I Am Legend I Am Legend Yeah, that's right I Am Legend 2 I Am Legend 2 Electric Boogaloo. Boogaloo All that and probably nothing else We'll see Yeah, that's pretty much
0: But before we do any of that We gotta get into this fucking podcast So let's start it off right This is episode 382 of the One Beer In Podcast <laughs> Yeah, these girls were rolling around. (laughs) to get having to come in and out of um ovito sucks yeah like Oviedo, getting Oviedo. there's like 10 minutes of traffic just to get out of Oviedo. Man. sure yeah now back in my day <laughs> we had a tractor this place used to be two roads man you, you didn't have to you could just drive around at your leisure mm-hmm. and we did and you didn't have to worry about anything yeah. but you know Maybe getting pulled over by the cops and having, like, eight of them show up uh, (laughs) to search your car. But other than that, you had nothing else to worry about. They'll still do it. Yeah. 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 I don't think that's changed. (laughs) (laughs) All right. This is the One Beer and Podcast, the podcast where two brews, crack open a brew, and we see where that one brew takes us. So... Obi, without further ado, you have a little bit more about this here Rose's
1: Kolsch. I sure do, my friend. Uh, this is the Rose's Kolsch from Red Light Red Light, as you said. Uh, it's a Kolsch-style ale with a petite Syrah grapes. Comes in at 5.2% ABV. Um, and I'm going to the Red Light Red Light official Instagram for a little bit more info. It wouldn't be Galentine's Day. It wouldn't be a Valentine's Day celebration without our Rose's Kolsch. Brewed in style of Kolsch, but this variation is unfiltered and fermented, mm-hmm. excuse me, uh, with petite Syrah grapes. It pours a beautiful pink color and crisp with a lovely, subtle berry note. Brewed in honor of our favorite Golden Girls with a portion of proceeds to benefit Pink Boot Society Florida. Pink Boot Society. and We've talked a little bit about Pink Boot Society on this show because we've
0: done some beers that they uh, collaborated mm-hmm. with before and so you guys should be familiar with them. If not, I would uh, do a little bit of googling, a little bit of research. They're doing some very cool things in the industry. Indeed, indeed. I th- I don't know if we did last year's roses culture on the pod, um, but this is obviously a different iteration, so it's sure. not a repeat technically. If we had done last year's, yeah. So agreed, and also. It's canned, and look at that beautiful label. I love. This. It's very nice. Yeah. So yeah. the rose yeah. on rose. Mm-hmm. Rose on rose on rose. It's and very. The ABV pretty. is just slightly higher than the crude colch at a five point two percent ABV. Sure, 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 sure. All right, let's get rocking. Let's get rocking, ripping and rolling. Let's start it off with the
1: uh, Last of Us recap.
0: Okay. What episode did we last end on? Uh, Were we we at the latest episode? We
1: ended on three, uh, if memory serves. Okay. So So, you know
0: what you have to do, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I do. (laughs) I do, and I'm not looking forward to it. Well,
0: I mean, you know, just give us the details. Okay, fine. Look, But you don't need to give every detail. Look, I
1: have the wiki open. Uh I'm going to do my best to do this in, like, 30 seconds You could just
0: read the wiki. I'm not going to do The people
1: want it, it straight from the horse's mouth. We can give our
0: opinion at... Well, you know what? H- handle it how you want to handle it. Okay. Just fucking do I'm it. I'm gonna.
1: Okay? <laughs> just do it. Get through it. Episode four was Please Hold to My Hand. Um, this one was with Joel and Ellie continuing their trip uh, in the in the truck that they got last episode. Uh, they end up getting attacked by these this uh, this gang of sorts. Mm-hmm. They do the little trickaroo that you see in the game. Oh, we should say spoiler alert. Little Uh They do the little trickaroo where the guy comes out looking like he's injured. He says, "Please help." Joel says, "Buckle your seatbelt. We ain't gonna help this guy. We no better." Fuck this guy. Fuck this guy. So you know, Joel does his Joel thing, kills a bunch of guys. Uh, he ends up getting uh, side uh, blindsided. Excuse me, uh, by a guy that he didn't see. And then Ellie comes in and shoots him with the gun that Joel didn't know she had. Uh, Joel finishes the job, tells her to go away. Uh, He stabs the guy anyway. We find out that this group is its own group uh, in Kansas City, and Kansas City has just recently been liberated uh, from Fedra. Fedra, and there's been this uh, the the revolution, if you will. Uh, It's very violent. Uh, We get introduced to uh, a a new main villain called Kathleen, not from the game, uh, but she seems kind of like a regular lady, but is also (laughs) (laughs) hyper-violent. Yeah, like most women. (laughs) Sure. Uh, Just kidding. (laughs) Just kidding. Uh (laughs) 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 Anyway, she's the de facto leader of this group in Kansas City. Uh, They are out to find... Joel and Ellie, who attacked their people, killed some of their people, but it also seem to be on the hunt for other people, uh, specifically uh, a character named Henry, who yeah. we haven't met yet. Uh, Joel and Ellie end up trying to find a way out of the city uh, to, to escape safely. They end up in a, a high rise. They go to bed and they wake up to two. Well,. Uh, a, a young man and a boy. A young boy. Boy. At uh, gunpoint. Boy. And that's where we leave episode four. Is that good enough for you? That's fantastic. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. See?
0: Okay. Now, was that hard? Yeah. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was very stressful. <laughs> uh-huh. It was great. Thank you. I thought the episode was good. Mm-hmm. You know, some nice, nice world building between... Uh, or rather relationship building between Ellie and Joel. Sure. Cuz a vast majority of the episode was a lot of you know um back and forth with them, mm-hmm. kind of getting to know them a little bit more. Driving in the car. Yeah, them them interacting and and you know just growing closer as we know that what happens throughout sure. the throughout the
1: game. They have that conversation about um you know have you killed innocent people yeah. before, too? Mm-hmm. So Ellie gets a little bit of insight onto who Joel was before she met him right. and who he continues to be, who right. he still is. Um, so we, we get a, a taste of his backstory mm-hmm. uh, since the infection. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I thought that was good, too. It seems like they are bonding more, because in this episode we also get the joke book, right? Yep. And so, you know, I thought it was really nice to, to kind of bookend it with the joke book. No pun intended. Ah, um, But the, thank you. At the very end where he finally cracks uh, and, and starts laughing at, at the uh, the pun that she made. Yes. I thought that was really nice. That was cute. And uh, effective in a, an overwhelmingly dark show. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you need those little breathers because it doesn't get brighter from here. No. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, pretty much. Uh, it's pretty much downhill from here. Kind of kind of there's not really a lot of yeah. moment of
1: well there's 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 there is a very notable moment of levity yeah. left yeah 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 that we won't spoil but um yeah it's pretty dark it continues to be pretty dark yeah um but yeah no I, I agree i think it was not one of the stronger episodes but still good and i think it did its job as far as getting us from point a to point b with Joel and Ellie and introducing two important characters in the last of us right uh with Henry and Sam right we will learn more about in episode five. Uh, yeah. So episode five is endure and survive. This is the Henry and Sam episode. Uh, we find out more about them, their character. Um, we find out <laughs> grow up. <laughs> we find <laughs> out. Uh, we find out that um, they're on the run. Uh, apparently, Henry was uh, a double crosser in the in this um, a collaborator, a collab. Excuse me, a collaborator, as they say, um, that worked with Fedra. Uh, We eventually find out it's because Sam, his brother, his younger brother, uh, had cancer. And the only way to get cancer medication was to collaborate with Vedra. So uh, he sold out the leader of the resistance and got him killed, basically. Uh, And so Kathleen is the sister of the former leader of that resistance. That's why she has a bone to pick with Henry Mm -hmm. and uh, is going on her revenge thing to try to, no matter what... Find Henry and kill him. So they're on the run, and the reason why they stop by and and meet up with uh, Joel and Ellie is because they witness, or I should say, Henry witnesses, because Sam is blind in this in the TV show. Deaf, deaf in the TV show. Deaf, dumb, and blind. It's not all those. <laughs> um, yes, you're right. Uh, so he's a pinball wizard. He's he's deaf, <laughs> and um, so he he. Isn't able to tell really what's going on when there's this big gunfight. But Henry sees it and sees that maybe they could help uh, Sam and Henry on, yeah. on their escape plan to get out of Kansas City. Uh, so they eventually meet up. They have a you know a, a standoff but eventually become friends. Uh, they attempt to escape. We get the cool action set piece that's in the video game of the sniper. Uh, holding him down. Yeah, um, that happens. But the sniper in this in the TV show actually is part of Kathleen's army. Radios them in to let them know that they're escaping mm. before he gets killed uh, by Joel. And then we get this incredible set piece of that was hinted at in the episode before of the infected being in the tunnels underground because Henry says that Fedra pushed them all underground yeah. years ago. Uh, and we get our first bloater of the show yeah. comes out wreaks havoc uh, Kathleen dies thank God yep <laughs> gets attacked um, and uh, yeah our, our our crew narrowly escapes and then they go to a hotel uh, out of town mm-hmm. in a remote place seems like everything's cool mm-hmm. and then we find out that Sam's been bitten. Mm. And Ellie tries. I, I I don't think she actually thinks this is going to work herself, but you know, tries anyway to to cut herself and put her blood on on Sam's wound because you know she's immune. So heck, maybe it'll work.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's it's hard to say if she thinks that it's going to work or if it's just like a solve to uh, you know make him make Sam feel better. Yeah, it's kind of unclear. Right. I because if if
1: she. Didn't think that it was going to work. It's very risky to fall asleep next to him. Sure, sure. So that I, I think she, she thought it may work, but I think she was, she knew in the back of her mind it probably wasn't going to, but was kind of hoping it would. Yeah, that's what I think. That was my read on it. Anyway, we don't, we don't get that specificity in the show, um, those answers. But you know, just like in the game, he wakes up and is, uh, is old zombified. Old zombified. Uh, comes after Ellie. And then Henry shoots Sam, obviously not in the best mood after that, <laughs> and, <laughs> and unlives himself. Mm. And uh, everyone's upset. <laughs> everyone's crying. Everyone's very upset. And uh, then we see Ellie uh, kind of a hint at her becoming this harder person at the end of it because she goes, We got to go west. Yeah. And uh, leaves their grave their graves and (coughs) joel joel continues on that's it that's where we're left so two
0: things about this episode um number one this is one of my favorite missions in the game
1: yeah it's a good one
0: trying to get past the sniper i thought it was so fucking cool uh, to play it in the game like going from car to car trying mm. to make it past the sniper right.
1: go through like houses and backyards and stuff
0: yeah you got to get around him and then sneak up the stairs such a great part of the game and I think they did uh well enough in the show thought mm-hmm. it was thought it was cool it was fun just to see it happen yeah in, in the show um, I think they may, maybe could have like built like the tension a little bit more with it
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, but e- uh, either way. Dope. Seeing the bloater, which I found out later on—I'm sure you—you you saw this—was mm-hmm. practical. Yeah.
1: Oh, god. It's great, <laughs> man. What a fucking, what a moment. Yeah. When he fucking rips the dude's head off. I was so hoping they would do that. Oh. You know, it's iconic. Yeah. You gotta do it.
0: God damn. It yeah. Was so
1: cool. I was kind of hoping Kathleen would get that. Honestly. Yeah. Yeah. I
0: didn't. I didn't. I didn't. Yeah. I wanted her to get. Yeah. Just. <laughs> just ripped apart mm-hmm. uh yeah yeah I really
1: hated her character yeah, I, I gotta be honest with yeah, you. I know they, they tried to show like her motivation and stuff and like yeah you know they did a good enough job but I just despised her the entire yeah, time yeah she was despicable yeah but I, mean, I I get it like I get where she was coming from yeah well and it was a mirroring obviously of Joel and and the the themes of revenge and all that stuff I, you yeah. know I understand but yeah the whole the whole yeah. thing of of, of of you know revenge it's all about uh, love yeah yeah and it being a toxic thing and sure and, and, it it can be a dangerous thing as as uh, Craig Mazin and Neil Druckmann say um but yeah i mean i uh I, I thought it was also really impressive that they made that entire like neighborhood yeah that they actually like built that on a lot yeah that was really cool
0: <clears throat> i think this was the first episode in which Something happens, and the emotional heft of it was a little lost on me because mm. I had already experienced it so much. Sure, that I uh, it was still like for, and this is why I appreciate anybody who didn't play the game and is just watching it for the first time. I was telling, uh, I'm sure Sherry, you probably it, well, I know that that it hit very hard for you. Yes. And I've been telling people anybody who asks me. Should, should I play the game first? And then I'm like, don't play the game. yeah Just watch the show now. Mm-hmm. Since it's out, sure. just watch the show. Because yeah. you can go back and you can play the game. Like the same way that you're like, oh, I want to know the differences between the show and, and the game. Just do that in reverse. True. I think you should experience the show on its own merit. Because I already know that the video game is a masterpiece. Sure. So if, if, if you're telling me which one is better, like I can already tell you that the video game is perfect. The show can only go up from from where it's at. So I would say, I'd tell anybody who hasn't played the game yet and is debating, watch the show. Just watch the show so you can experience those things and and, and then play the game after if you want to. But I think you should watch the show.
1: Yeah. No, I I agree with that. I think it'd be better. You'd be better off if you went in blind to the show and, and then got to experience it in that venue and then go and play the game where you can obviously things are a little bit different but you can get get control behind those uh, scenes and yeah.
0: stuff. well especially if you're not a big video game person and if you're just going to play the game because the show's out and right. and you have and you just so happen to have a ps4 or a ps5 like if you're if, if you're not a big like anybody who just plays call of duty and shit and you're just like oh i'm gonna i'm gonna play the game because the games or because the show's out it's like don't waste your time Well, I shouldn't say that. It's a perfect game. So you should play it if you want to. Sure. But don't play it because the show's out and you want to understand
1: the show better. It might be fun to actually play like up to wherever the episode is at. Oh, that would be fun. You know, like just see a side-by-side. Just turn it off
0: as soon as you get to... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's
1: cool. At whatever checkpoint you're at. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I mean, for me, I, I... The emotion of it wasn't lost on me only because they've proven to be willing to change the story uh, radically. Yeah. You know? So I was like, they're not going to do it. They're not going to do that. Oh, so you went in like... Yeah. And then... They're uh, not going to go there with it. Right, right. And then once once they were alone, Ellie and uh, uh, Sam were alone, I was like, oh, it's going to happen. Yeah. It's going to happen. They're definitely going to do it. Yeah, yeah. So... Yeah, no, it was still surprising to me that they actually pulled it off, and, and they went there, and... Uh, yeah, it was a pleasant surprise. I, I really think they handled it well. And, um, you know, actually, I I hear what you're saying about not building up as much tension as they could have in the, the sniper scene. But I think it actually worked for, you know, its own purposes well enough because it added a level of, like, sadness <laughs> to the scene where the sniper's bad for a reason. It's because he's old, Yeah, you know? and uh i i like that that quick scene between the sniper and joel where he's like don't come on yeah don't do it yeah don't do it <laughs> yeah i did like that and he did it yeah he did it so and he got did he got did also kudos to the uh the contortionist girl <laughs> oh yeah infected that was yeah. creepy it was, yeah incredibly that creepy. Was, yeah. Who ended I up was, taking I, out Kathleen? I, I, which for is good. a
0: second, I was like, "Oh no!" Like, yeah, like, <laughs> 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 yeah that that shit was creepy.
1: Yeah, like weird. Yeah. Oh, and 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 shout out to the uh, the Ish uh, nod. And and the it, what? You know the the side story of Ish in in the game. No. You don't read notes in the games, do you? <laughs> you don't pick up notes. I pick up notes, and okay. I've read
0: most of them. Uh-huh. Maybe I know what you're talking about. Maybe I don't.
1: The one about the uh, the guy who was out to sea, and uh, he stayed out there for a while, ended up coming back and like starting his own uh, underground society, basically. When they're in the underground in the in the show, mm-hmm. and you know they're like in that playground area or whatever the 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 kids kindergarten like yeah. uh-huh. area, yeah that's uh that's what ish set up and you learn a lot more about his story and that community like what happened to them in the game all right and there's a, a paint or you know a drawing in the background that a kid made obviously and it has ish and somebody else with their names on it oh so it's like a little kid painted him okay um but it was, it was a cool little you know easter egg all nod right. to it maybe i need to go back and play the game i again. think you should it's it's one of the best little like uh environmental storytelling things i've ever had in the game so i mean I, i've read a lot of the notes i can't tell that's you good. all of the notes nice. i don't know if i've read every single note yeah
0: i've read some of the notes <laughs> i can't the, say i've read all the notes the best notes i've read the best notes the notes that are about me i've read those <laughs> notes they're good
1: notes they're probably the best notes that's all i got Oh, that's good good i'm glad i'm glad you ended it there. uh also i, I want to give props to uh Kayvon, montreal woodward as sam or woodard excuse me i thought he was great and um same with lamar johnson as henry i think they they really nailed those characters yeah, super well definitely and did something a little bit different with them obviously um with sam being deaf and uh actually using a you know a, a deaf actor to portray them i think is obviously cool yeah um and yeah, I think they they're both super talented and I hope to see them in more stuff moving forward because I thought they they really pulled it off. Especially you know, I have issues with kid actors sometimes that they, they can kind of suck. Screw the pooch, yeah. <laughs> but um yeah, I thought I thought they were both brilliant in the show. Yeah. So, hats off. Hats off.
0: Hats off. Fucking hats off. <sighs> yeah. Ugh. So, we are uh caught up now so mm-hmm. next week we will talk about episode six if you guys aren't watching the show yet and you're listening to these spoilers i don't know what's wrong with you but don't do that you need to watch the show and then come here and just and just recap with us yeah on on your end you know because it's fantastic so far yeah
1: it's very like i mean it's incredible
0: yeah i think oops this week's episode was uh, another highlight, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Well, they're they're I'm doing gonna, it. Yeah, yeah. They re- they really are. They're, they're doing, doing it. it. They're doing it. Yeah. So, all right, all right, all right. Let's move right along. All right, then. Let's move right along. What are we got next? What do we say? Uh, 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 a movie. A movie that's out. Uh, right. It's out. It's out now. Uh, as of this recording. And it's, uh, it's oh, and it's Ant-Man. Oh, it's Ant-Man. It's Ant-Man. And it's the Wasp.
1: The Wasp. <laughs> the, wasp. the Wasp. Yes, boy. It's, it's, it's the, the wasp. wasp.
0: Ant-Man and the Wasp. Quantumania. Yeah. The highly anticipated um, Phase 5 movie.
1: The very first. The Marvel
0: Cinematic Universe. The, the first thing, of its name. The movie that is supposed to be kicking off... Where we go from here, and by all accounts, the movie that is going to, uh, uh, it, it, the movie that is the most consequential since uh, Endgame. Endgame. Yeah. According to Kevin Feige and everybody else who's involved. Got a lot of hype. Yeah. You got some fantastic actors and actresses in it. Movie is out, it's released, Mm -hmm. and not doing so well.
1: No. Review wise, I'm sure it's going to sell like hotcakes. Well, the thing
0: is, like, I mean, I'm sure, like, the first week will do well.
1: Yeah, but that that
0: word of mouth slash, well, I don't know. Here's the thing. So, Steve, friend of the show, shout out to Steve, he's been on pod. Mm -hmm. He and I were talking about it, and he was saying, like, this feels like one of those movies that critics are going to beat up, but people are going to love. Yeah. So, if that's really the case, then I could see it doing well in the, uh, for mm-hmm. the foreseeable future. Yeah. And it just being one of those movies where, you know, I mean, it is what it is. Like, I just can't imagine a movie with Paul Rudd as the star and Jonathan Majors with his star. Rocketing yeah. the way that it yeah. is right now, not doing
1: well. It has to, right? Like, it, it, not to mention, obviously, it's an MCU property, so you already have that built-in fan base, right? And though I think it may be, you know, dwindling a little bit. That's not saying a lot because obviously there's a ton of people who are still, like, you know, going to see every MCU thing, no matter what. Yeah, um, but you know, I feel like the star of the MCU is is getting dulled a little bit. I don't know how you feel about that. I mean, but. I guess that's really the question, right? Is 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 this thing is this thing really
0: sustainable?
1: Well, I'll tell you how I feel about it. Tell me how you feel about it. I'm not excited about this movie. Yeah. I'm really not. And I by all accounts should be cuz I enjoyed both of the Ant-Man movies. Yeah. I I like the idea of them adding to the stakes of this whole thing and having Kang in it and stuff and like it 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 being this crescendo of the Ant Man trilogy and, and kicking off this new phase in the MCU because honestly Phase Four is pretty disappointing overall. Yeah. Um, I mean, me. now that
0: we you you watched Black Panther now, right? I have. Yes. Okay. I feel like we now can give a pretty full picture of Phase pretty Four. Pretty much. Pretty. Much. We've pretty much seen everything. I didn't finish um, She Hulk. I have
1: not done that either. Yeah.
0: But otherwise, I mean, I'm not going to give an opinion on She-Hulk because I haven't watched it, but sure. Phase 4
1: overall, like yeah. you said, pretty,
0: pretty disappointing.
1: Yeah, C- compared to where we left off with Endgame, you know? like
0: It was just so, it was such a high, such a high. Right,
1: and you know, I understand it takes a little while to uh, get the troops rallied again and, and figure out where the story goes from, now, from here, but they should have known, right? They should have yeah. had this planned out. They shouldn't yeah. have been like, yeah, Endgame's going to clearly be the end of the MCU, right? Yeah. No, no, obviously not. Like if the plan was just to expand the universe, I guess, you know, job well done. They've done that, right? The yeah. Loki and all this stuff. And, and the, you know, the, 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 now the, the quantum realm and, uh, uh the, the, the different, uh, what's it called? The, the multiverse, yeah. you know, all that stuff obviously gives you unlimited, uh, playing field to, to go from, from now. But that kind of also makes it like, well, OK, what are we going to do with that? Yeah. You know, like it's it's too much almost It's a lot. It's it's almost too much at this point. And yeah. I'd kind of gotten bored of it. I, I <clears throat> nothing seems consequential, like you were saying uh, about this is supposed to be this consequential thing. But from a lot of the reviews, it seems like it's just not a very good movie, though. Yeah. Uh, so that has me worried. That has me a little worried about the future of the franchise and. Not worried for their money, obviously. I'm, I'm worried as a fan of, you know, of the MCU. Like, I want more interesting stuff. I want more, you know, compelling huh. didn't know Bill Murray was stories. There. Yeah, Bill Murray's in there. Um, I, I want more compelling stories, not just like action set pieces and, and elements and callbacks to the comics. Like, that's yeah. not good enough. It, it it used to be, the MCU used to be better than this. Right. Right? Yeah. It used yeah. to be more than just the spectacle. That's, that's what made it special, that it, it had the charm it had the action it it had you know good writing and good hinting at what was coming next
0: well i mean i think and i and we may need a couple of years removed from all of this stuff to really take a look back and like analyze all this but i think when i just when i just think about it as much if i try to like, contextualize it right now off the top of my head mm-hmm. the first couple of phases Felt like there were stakes, real stakes. Yeah,
1: it was building. It was building to something. And there was a real crescendo with
0: Infinity War and Endgame, right? Right. When all of that happened, it felt like it was this earned thing. All of this shit happened before uh, Infinity War, and Infinity War... The stuff that the stuff that takes place in Infinity War, I mean, everyone loses. They lose. Yeah, you know, they lose in in the movie, and it's awesome. It's like Empire Strikes Back. It's, sure, it's a great way to really kind of leave the climax in the air. One of the best cliffhangers, in my opinion, in the past like couple of years, when it comes to. Big event movies. Yeah. Because you got this, and then you're like, they don't even because there was not there was a movie that came out, I think it was Mar Captain Marvel, and then something else came out in between Infinity War and Endgame. Mm-hmm. So you just like left there with like, what the
1: fuck? Yeah, yeah. What
0: happens now? Thought it was fantastic. And then Endgame was the perfect uh just capping off sure. of, of all of that stuff, right? And they hadn't introduced Excuse me, multiverses, different universes, different a character dies, and they're dead, Yeah. right and that and that was it, like, yep. and
1: it felt like... well it, except for the snap, obviously, well, the, oh, so I was going to bring that up. the yeah. snap was the first chink in the armor
0: to me mm-hmm. where it was like okay they're they're going they're going maybe to comic book mm-hmm. with this, wherein because everyone's concerned about. Are they going to bring back Chris Evans? Are they going to bring back Robert Downey Jr? Are they going to bring back these characters who are dead and cheapen their death? Sure. Cuz everybody it's this this weird thing of people being torn between loving Robert Downey Jr Yeah. and loving the way that his character was sent off and then also like yeah, but it was a beautiful way for his character to end, but I would love to see him in another movie cuz right. we just love him so much and it's like you can't have your cake and eat it too, right? right? So right. you have to accept that his character is gone yeah and this multiverse stuff and and the tva and introducing kang and all this stuff like i don't know man it might might be too big of a hill too high of a mountain yeah to 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 be able to because comic books are you know not i was gonna say easy but that's not the right word they're it's easier Mm-hmm. to just write your way out of something. This could be like a one-off. This could be, oh, we'll just kill this character and then we'll bring him back this way. And, and it's all sure. forgiven because that's the comic book culture. Right. But in movies, it's the first time in the history of series of films where you're like, we're going to kill this character. Nope, psych, just kidding. Unless it's Fast and the Furious.
1: <laughs> yeah, we'll get to that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: But otherwise... Like it's it's a lot to maintain, and they might finally are seeing we're we're finally seeing maybe maybe it's a little too much.
1: Yeah, I think another big issue with it is that no disrespect to who they're now putting on the platform to like take over these roles, but they they haven't, in my opinion, found the superstar quality of replacements for these characters that are so beloved. Right, you know. And I I think that's a that's a major issue with it too. And not to mention, not for nothing, but like, if you have a favorite teacher and then suddenly they leave and are subbed in with somebody else, you're not gonna. It, it's gonna be harder to swallow that pill. Yeah. You know.
0: I mean, even even if that person is a fantastic teacher, it's like sure. Yeah, but you're not Mr. Downey. Right. Exactly.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so it's 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 almost unfair for them to be like this, he pulled off blackface. This is yeah. <laughs> he's been forgiven it's fine um yeah i mean it's just it's so hard to to be like this is the new iron man yeah go ahead you know like enjoy it, it's iron man still right like yeah. come on go this Whoa. is black panther again here right enjoy Damn, like
0: wait no
1: <laughs> right right <laughs> no yeah or here's captain america They're children to me
0: that's it's not fair it's not oh, fair sure. yeah it's not fair to them right it's not fair to them for like like, the the girl, I forgot the actress's name, but the girl who plays Riri Williams? Yeah. Like, it's not fair to her for her to replace
1: Robert Downey Jr.? No. That's not fair. No, absolutely not. That's crazy. Well, and not to mention...
0: And then Leticia Wright has to replace a dead guy. Yeah.
1: A beloved dead guy. A beloved dead yeah. guy. It's like, it's just, it's not, even if they were incredible, even if they were
0: fucking flawless. Yeah. You still, like, you're just setting them up to fail.
1: Sure. Spoilers for... <laughs> Black Panther. Oh, right. Too. Um, Whoops. Well, and then obviously until the sun's old enough to take over the throne. Right. Again, and I know. think,
0: I have a feeling that they're going to do a flash forward.
1: Probably. Yeah. They're going to do like a, a,
0: a, like a 20 year time. Jump yeah. Yeah. They've, just, they've
1: given themselves a, a, an avenue to do that. Yeah. Um, but then, yeah. And then
0: have John Boyega
1: do it. Sure. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> it's a long flash forward. <laughs> That's
0: what I'm saying. Like a 30 year flash forward. Yeah.
1: Um... But yeah, no. I, I just think well, and specifically with with Black Panther and Riri, Riri Williams, uh, they they don't they like she's just uh, 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 Ironheart all of a sudden. You know, like it's yeah. just like no, she's already that. We don't get to see that happen. It's just yeah. like she's already that. Super cheap way to do that. It's it's ridiculous. And then suddenly she has this great suit because they they made it in Wakanda. Yeah, you know, it's like come on. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Great. Yeah. Well, Tony Stark made this in a cave
0: right. with a box of scraps, <laughs> and she just gets to go to Wakanda. Yeah. and Makes like Cheat a, code a perfectly Sorry. good Iron Man suit, yeah. Iron Woman suit, mm-hmm. uh, Iron Heart suit, Iron Heart. Yeah. yeah. It's not fair. Mm-hmm. Not fair to not fair to her again.
1: Just, sure. Yeah. Like yeah. yeah no. her up to fail. Like, yeah. Of
0: course, she's gonna draw criticism, but it's like you're writing it that way. Right. And that's why a lot of people are like. Cause I was, I was saying I wasn't really filling them in in the movie. It wasn't yeah. Just they just didn't really connect with them. Yeah. And a lot of people are like, I mean, it's like they did the best that they can. The writing just wasn't really, ah, just wasn't really there in this one. Yeah. You know, it just wasn't for like the. I don't know. Are we gonna talk about Black Panther? <laughs> Let's we, can, we 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 can talk about it later.
1: Okay. All right. It's gonna take up a lot of time. It will. It like will take a lot of time. A, yeah. A Black yeah, yeah. Panther thing. Right. But I, you know, I think overall. The is kind of up in the air for me, yeah. uh, where it stands. Will I see uh, uh, Quantumania at some point? Sure. But I don't even know if I'm going to go to the theater for it, honestly. Yeah, I, I may yeah. just wait for it to be on streaming. And I think that's another major issue. Yeah, it's tough. So It's
0: tough to argue with, like, all I have to do is wait two months.
1: Now, mind you, if this was getting rave reviews and people were freaking out over it, saying it's, like, the best thing since Endgame, I'd probably make my way out to the theater to see it, mm-hmm. but... Because it's getting middling reviews, you know, I'm, of course, going to see what actual people say about it, too. But it's just a bad sign in a movie that was already not super excited for anyway. So it's like, "Eh." I don't know. It's not a good sign. Mm -hmm. Certainly not a good sign. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what they can do. I I, want to stay hopeful that they can pull it together. It's actually um,
0: lower than the last time I looked at. Yeah, me bills. too.
1: Yeah, it's currently at a what fifty one percent. Yeah, last so. time I checked, it was at
0: fifty four. So, yeah, it's rough. Yeah,
1: rough stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah, rough, rough,
1: rough. rough. Anyhooser. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, All right. Let's speaking
0: of 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 sequels to to, to big movies. Uh huh. With black people in them, okay. <laughs> with a black person, where's in them. this going? Uh, I am legend.
1: Ah, ah yes, <laughs> I am legend.
0: I am legend, part two, yeah. a movie that uh, kind of. Str- I guess it's not really strange nowadays with all the sequels and shit that they've been putting out. I'm
1: surprised stories. it didn't come sooner. Yeah, yeah. Given the uh, you know the zombie pop after... Zombie pop. zombie pop. Zombie Pop. Zombie Pop. Zombie um, Pop. Zombie Pop. Yeah, I mean, it, it It kind of feels a little late for it, if anything. Oh, yeah. yeah <laughs> you know? Yeah, way... I think... Oh, I don't want to say too late, but no, definitely late. No, no, no. I mean... Definitely late. I, I feel like Last of Us has kind of revived the zombie thing for a little bit.
0: Yeah, yeah, they're... they're
1: but wait, you know. wait. Brought it back from the dead. Ooh.
0: Yeah, that was worth it. Thank you. That was worth it. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, in I Am Legend, technically they are vampires.
1: It's true. So yeah,
0: what are they called? Uh,
1: Monsters. I don't know. <laughs> Legends. <laughs> Ghouls. 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 Goblins. Goblins. They're like they're not daywalkers, right? That's 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 blade, <laughs> that's but there's yeah. something like that though, right? Yeah. No. Yeah. They they are something like night stalkers that. or something. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's it's something, something like, like that. that. It's something like yeah. That. It's been a while. It's been a while. Yeah. Yeah, so I uh, can only take seeing that dog die only so many times.
0: Yeah, 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 Once you once you have it on home video, you just you just fast forward skip it, yeah. right right past that. Yeah. There's no reason to keep watching. Nah, you same. don't need to. Don't so need sad. To. Well the thing about like that movie is so I'm not saying... I don't think it's in the same conversation of um Watch it once and and call it a day, like you know, like Precious. Or, okay, or yeah. Like, uh, I don't think it's you that. know
1: we don't have to talk about Precious every single episode. I don't
0: know, man. I kind of feel like maybe everybody should rewatch Precious and see what I'm talking about. One reel in, such a
1: one reel in with Precious. <laughs> no, oh my! God. Absolutely not. Holy no! Moly, that would. I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to do that. It's just
0: it's just not a good movie, man. It's yeah. not a good movie. It's not. It's not. Monique deserved her Oscar for sure. Mm. But other than that, like it's just such a brutal, brutal movie. They're yeah. like, what what is afflicting the black community? All right, well, let's make her the metaphor for all of, <laughs> all of it. it. <laughs> it's fucking terrible. Uh, anyway. Uh-huh. <clears throat> I don't think it's that bad. But have I watched I Am Legend multiple times? No. Yeah. I don't know how many times I need to watch that movie. Well It was in that right it was right in that time frame of where like Will Smith kept doing bummers. And you're like, when's, yeah. when's he gonna do a fucking like when's he gonna do another hitch? He hasn't been charming sure. in like six years. <laughs> All of the movies he's doing are bummers. It man. had
1: been a long time he, since Bad Boys 2. Yeah.
0: He did I Am Legend, there was uh there was seven pounds, which was yeah. a fucking bummer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then and then there was another movie he did around Pursuit Hancock, of Happiness uh, Pursuit of Happiness was a bummer uh, Hancock was a bummer mm-hmm. like he just kept doing these movies where you're like god damn bro what, what's, yeah. what's, what's, chill out well, what's it's going like, on it's not his strength
1: yeah you know, well, like, I think that's what he was trying to change was the perception that he couldn't be taken seriously. Yeah, we we'll do
0: one or two of those. Yeah, and then you yeah. come back and you do another Hitch, and then sure. and then you go back and you do that's that's what all the that's what all the comedy slash dramedy greats do. Mm-hmm. They do the
1: one, and then you're like, holy shit, that guy can fucking act. Well, and then he goes back and then he does a silly one. Hitch was. And then we do a silly one. And then we'll do we'll do one for you. <laughs> um, I mean, Hitch was such an anomaly, though. Like it was perfect place and time, and. I think I think over time he's tried to chase that, and it's never happened again. He's never found another romantic comedy that, that works like Hitch does. You know why? Why? I'm going to tell you. You ready for this? I'm
0: going to say this right here on the podcast. Okay. Hitch, best rom-com of all time.
1: Wow. I'm saying it. I mean, it's, it's definitely it. up there.
0: I think it's the best one of all time. Yeah. Okay. I think you know i know when harry met sally's probably the
1: one for sure yeah
0: and there are i will say that in harry met sally the moments the really romantic moments the really like heart-wrenching like wow this guy really loves her moments Mm -hmm. are higher than hitch sure i think hitch is from start to finish more entertaining more original yeah and and just like a more fun watch Mm -hmm. It's really funny. It's it's so funny. Yeah, it's so funny.
1: Yeah. Kevin
0: James has never been funnier. Yeah. Smith has never been char- more charming.
1: Mm-hmm. You
0: know, and even the bit players, like even fucking Rapperport, gets some good <laughs> yeah. ones off in the first yeah. like couple minutes of the movie. He gets a good couple of jokes off. Uh-huh. Fucking uh, uh, what's the guy from Burn Notice, Jonathan or something? Michael Donovan, I think his name is. Mm. Is it Michael? It's something Donovan.
1: But he's great in his little in his short role. Everyone's yeah. fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, I'm saying it. I'm just it's just it's great. It's <laughs> I am not gonna fight you on that. I think it's a great movie, yeah.
0: And so, yes, it is hard for him to surpass that. Sure. Because he 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 knocked one out of the park. You know? It's, so, just, it's, it's hard so, to reach that high. It's one know. of those magic movies, you mm-hmm. know. Like yeah. it just
1: it, it it just hit perfectly when it should. Yeah. With everyone running on all cylinders. Mm-hmm. But that being said, Iron Iron Legend, iron I was gonna legend. say. Iron <laughs> <Legend>. <laughs> I am legend. Iron iron legend. legend. I am legend one. It should be no surprise to you why I don't watch that movie very often. It's not just the dog dying. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> it's the terrible CG. Yeah. It is. <laughs> yeah. Up, look, yeah, up there yeah, with yeah. the uh, The Thing prequel. Yeah. It is one of the most heartbreaking movies that I've seen where they had practical effects in there. Mm-hmm. They had people with costumes and makeup, mm-hmm. and they said... Let's throw cartoons on top of it. <laughs> and it looks so <laughs> bad. It looked bad at the time. Yeah. I remember see, I saw it in IMAX. And I remember being like this is awesome, but it looks awful. Yeah. And I was mad. I was so mad when I found out they they literally just covered up the actual actors in in prosthetics and makeup. Yeah. Like this could have worked so much better. And mind you, I haven't seen like what it looked like on film, obviously, because I'm sure they have that version of it burned somewhere. Yeah. Uh, it's ashes currently. But, man, I can't help but think it would have looked way better than most of the CG characters they put in there. Yeah, We weren't ready for that yet. No. I think even now it would be hard for them to do like full CG characters with CG faces, yeah. you know, uh, right up to Will Smith's real face. <laughs> and,
0: that, and that was that was the problem. You're not supposed to get that close because I was thinking about uh, World War Z. So sure. I watched that the other day. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. About it. yeah <laughs> we didn't get to talk about it. Yeah, uh, we
1: didn't get to talk about it.
0: Well, I, I watched it. I watched it. And I had never watched it before.
1: I avoided it because
0: I'd I'd read that it was such a huge departure from the book oh, yeah, that lovely. I was like I was like fuck this
1: movie. Yeah, it totally is. Yeah. yeah. No, it's
0: yeah, it's, it's not even They yeah. lo- all they did was just all Brad Pitt paid for the rights to the book and mm-hmm. then he was like fuck that
1: book. <laughs> I'll use your title.
0: <laughs> they don't even use like the the weapon yeah, that they create in the book that's like the thing that kind of turns the tide. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Uh I won't harp on that but the CG of that movie, when you pan out,
1: yeah, 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 and you've got all these bodies just swarming yeah. themselves at, fun. yeah, that looks dope. Well, it's, a, it's a very unique visual too. You don't see that very often. Yeah, yeah and I,
0: just like well, I, I, mean, I
1: think actually, Last of Us took a little bit of that with the latest episode with that swarm coming out of the hole. It's like yeah. it just looks like a swarm of bodies. just yeah. yeah, it looks like uh,
0: it looks like like bees or yeah. like, like ants, like ants, yeah. yeah. And and they're, like, crawling on top of each other and throwing themselves and they're falling over things and they're, like, you know, just reckless abandon. Yeah. And it's scarier. Mm-hmm. It's It's hard to make a horde scary nowadays because we've seen that shit so many times. Yeah. Not like that. that. shit. Yeah. yeah. That shit's frightening to think, like, they're relentless. Yeah. You know, they're coming at you with everything they got mm-hmm. and they don't care what happens to them.
1: Right. They're just, like singularly minded they need to just continue to spread the infection yeah that's yeah. fucking frightening yeah uh,
0: so yeah you pan out and you see that kind of thing and you're like that looks incredible then when you get those smaller moments where like there's the one scene where he has to sneak through um, the the, the uh, world health organization mm-hmm. or whatever that was good because you've got like actual actors kind of shambling around yeah and the people that chase them are actual actors mm-hmm. prosthetics and it looks amazing and it's right. visceral and when they hit a door or when they <laughs> grab someone it's really there yeah it's more and visceral it, there, there's just there's no replacing the weight of someone actually grabbing you mm-hmm. and throwing you to the ground or hitting something you know like there's no there's no
1: <laughs> there's
0: no oh, right. replacing. it's okay we got to an. We got to forty nine. Forty nine minutes. Yeah,
1: that's fine. We got to do something about that. We'll put a fun picture here. <laughs> yeah. Let me just
0: grabbing. <laughs> There's no replacing the weight of that. Sure. You know. So, uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. You look at because I was watching the last scene of the alternate ending, which we need to
1: uh, update people on. Sure. Of I Am Legend.
0: Of I Am Legend. Right. And it's a very important scene it's this this is climactic like changing of the guard scene mm-hmm. where you understand you understand the monsters po- uh point of view yeah where you empathize with them
1: well that's the entire idea of the story even the novel it's based off of um is that in this world will smith is the monster right because everyone else, essentially, for what he knows, everyone else is the monsters. Yeah. So they have their entire society. They're not this, like, thoughtless creature. They actually have their own, like, families and their own thoughts and, and yeah. all this stuff. They're not just brain-dead zombies. You know, they're, they're people. Yeah. You know, There's they're changed. And so he's the one that comes out at night or during the day, yeah. as it is, and hunting them, and hunts and them, right, and capturing so, them, and yeah.
0: experimenting on them. Right, so
1: he's the monster, really, yeah. and so it turns it on his head. Yeah, yeah. and uh, in the theatrical version of the
0: movie, you don't get that piece. Mm-hmm. He sacrifices himself, and he kills a lot of them, yeah. and and he he saves the girl, the uh, the girl and her daughter yeah. or whatever, and what you get from that is that they are just mindless monsters mm-hmm. they're there to kill him and kill her and <clears throat> it's this very clear cut good versus evil sure. story but with the alternate ending like you said you get this very complex idea of what of their perception versus his perce- mm. perception versus his like realization of what he's been doing to them yeah. as a and realizing that they are a very complex society yeah. of, of creatures, and it's like this thing of of de evolution and evolution of, of what what makes a society, what makes a a, a a person or or a thing or or intelligence, and mm-hmm. all all these these very big questions yeah. get asked. At the they be that they want to be left alone,
1: basically. Yeah. Yeah
0: and uh so the director liked this ending mm. the studio liked that ending more everyone preferred that ending yeah. except for audiences who <laughs> resoundly rejected that ending. Uh-huh. and so they changed it for the theatrical version now Ugh. with this sequel they've decided we're gonna use the ending we wanted
1: it's funny that uh, the our society rejected the idea of what is a society? You know, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what makes you, us human?
0: Can you imagine? Can you imagine? Nah, we
1: want them just to kill. <laughs> just, that's
0: yeah. it. They're monsters. They deserve to die. Yeah. And I hope they burn to in hell. hell. So this sequel starring Michael B. Jordan and Will Smith is going to use the alternate version, the alternate ending rather, right. as the canon version of events. Which I just find really Really interesting yeah. that that they just make made that choice. Sure, yeah. just feels like there's no rules anymore. It
1: was it's, it's funny though because I remember like when it came out on DVD, that was such a like it was it was a big deal that they had this alternate ending on the DVD. Alternate endings were always a big deal, sure, and especially in this because it changed it so drastically. Right. Well, and it was it wasn't like it wasn't unfinished. Like it was yeah a full ending that yeah. you can just watch instead. Um. And I remember seeing that and being like, "Wow, that was a lot better <laughs> than, yeah. than the way it actually ended." Yeah So I think, I think they get that a lot of the sentiment was the same over time. you know, it took time for people to be like, "Yeah, we want more complexity in our, our horror stories." Um, it's,
0: it's hard to say sometimes, you know like I, I, it, it's hard to say when a good ending or a bad ending or a sad ending is appropriate. Right. Because like, uh, I was thinking about, um, uh, what show was I watching? Ah, fuck.
1: God damn it. What was it about? Uh. We can get there.
0: Well, I can't remember. Ah, uh, shit. It was a show where everything, at the end of the show, everything kind of wrapped up neatly. And mm-hmm. it was a good ending to uh-huh. the show it was a positive ending. Fuck, I was just thinking, okay, doesn't matter. The specifics doesn't matter. Okay. The idea that I'm trying to get across is sometimes a show can just neatly wrap up and be a good ending. And right. and that's okay. You can have a happy ending to a movie sure, or a show. Yeah. But well, like people I think sometimes, especially recently, we get caught up in like if it's not this devastating heart-wrenching ending to this tale right. then it's not a good it's ending. not deep like you didn't like the filmmakers didn't try hard enough right or they didn't challenge their audience enough yeah and it's like sometimes it can just be a good ending right yeah. so i don't envy the people in the position who have to decide do we go with the wrapped up good ending quote unquote or mm-hmm. do we challenge audiences do we uh, do we try to say something with his ending? Do we go with the sad ending? Does the main character die? Yada, yada, and so on and right. so forth So it's a hard position to be put in sure because they obviously were, They felt that this was the way to go and it's very clear now because it's <laughs> canon yeah. Right, but at in the be- or uh at the time they couldn't do that they had mm-hmm. they were at the whim of Audiences yeah. you play it for test audiences and they fucking go. No. hmm
1: It's like what what can you do right? You well, know. you can trust in the film. Yes, I. I you can have a studio that trusts. I, filmmakers. Put, I put it on the studio at the end of the day. Yeah, you know. I, I. I just think that if you are so convicted as a filmmaker and as a studio that's backing this filmmaker, you just have to trust in the vision. Mm-hmm. People don't like it. People don't like it. But like, I think it would. I mean, even if people rejected the ending, it still would have gotten butts and seats. Yeah. So yeah. And it
0: uh, the word of mouth of what happened probably would have got more butts and seats. Sure. Yeah. I think my favorite version of this is dodgeball. Uh huh. Okay. Because not a lot of people, I guess, not a lot of people watched the the, the DVD mm-hmm. version of the, of dodgeball, but the movie. <clears throat> if you haven't seen dodgeball, it's about dodgeball. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. But the movie ends with uh, um, Average Joe's gym going against Global Gym in yeah. the dodgeball finals. And Global Gym, they win, but then they—he stepped over the line of of the of the. It's like hitting. It's like hitting the net if you're playing tennis. Or something. Yeah, yeah. So they have to replay it. They do this sudden death thing, and Average Joe's wins, and you know it's a happy ending. They buy the gym, everybody. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Blah blah blah. Right. Sure. The way that the movie was supposed to end. Was he wasn't supposed to step over the line? Mm. Global Gym was supposed to just win the dodgeball tournament, sure, and uh, and that was it. Like yeah. Global Gym was supposed they're just to losers, win, yeah, and yeah, they're just losers, right? And uh, and audiences are like, no, <laughs> 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 that is not okay. Right, I am not walking out of this comedy
1: with feeling bad. Yeah,
0: that's crazy. Yeah, so I love this story because if you watch. The theatrical version of the movie, there's the scene in the credits where Ben Stiller's character is now all fat and out of shape. Oh, and yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah. <laughs> And he, sing, uh-huh. he does like, my milkshake brings all the boys to the yard and he mm-hmm. sings and stuff. He, he says it directly to the audience he's like oh the good guy wins the bad guy loses <laughs> yeah. you know fucking audiences can't handle a, a sad like he it's the filmmakers saying directly to the audience fuck you guys yeah, like you, you guys couldn't suck. handle a, a sad ending <laughs> right he says it directly to them and yeah. then he does the little dance thing and everybody has a good time but i fucking love that shit because if you went and saw it in theaters you just thought oh that's just ben stiller being funny sure. but then when you watch the Alternate e- or or the real ending. Right. You're like, oh, this is the filmmakers going, "Fuck you guys. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, you couldn't handle it, so that's here you way. go." Yeah,
1: that's a good way to go about it. Yeah, I love I love that. I like the pettiness. Oh, it's so petty. Yeah.
0: So, uh, who, like, I don't know when this movie's supposed to come out. You got Michael <sighs> B. Jordan. You got Will Smith.
1: Yeah. They. Um, I mean, they just signed the deal apparently for it, so it's gonna be a while. Yeah. Uh, it's be another one of those. And and I... uh, within that deal too, we should mention that Constantine is also in there too. So. What do you mean, he's in the movie? <laughs> no. <laughs> a <laughs> new like, wait, what? A new Constantine movie with Keanu is in the oh, works yeah. as well. Sick. With that deal. Sick. Yeah. That's dope. With a WB. I'm more excited about that
0: than this I Am Legend <clears throat> um, sequel. To yeah, Amazon. me too.
1: Me too. Yeah. I think Constantine's a more fun movie. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. This is just feels like it's going to be another bummer.
1: Yeah, probably. The thing is, if it's
0: not, if it's like an action movie, then you're like, well, it kind of goes against the (laughs) the spirit of the first movie. Uh, Yeah, yeah. So, kind of damned if you do, damned if you don't, right? A little
1: bit. A little bit. I mean, you know, I'll I'll hold any judgment until we actually at least see a trailer. Speaking of trailers, Uh, let's get right
0: into a week of
1: trailer trash. Trailer trash. All right. Beep, beep.
0: Dead. Boop. All
1: right. Beep. Let's, let's speed round this beep shit. Beep let's beep. get through these trailers. Okay. What do we got? Hit me, Obi. Uh we have Fast Ten mm. or Fast X if you prefer. I prefer. If you if you nasty. <laughs> Fast X if you nasty. Uh yeah. Yeah, so the boys are back in town. I'm right; they are. Um, yeah, so uh, I guess it turns out that uh, Aquaman was in the background of <laughs> uh, was it Fast Five? He was just in the, the, the entire back- time. Yeah, Fast Five. The entire time. <laughs>
0: so for the past um, what seven, eight years? <laughs>
1: yeah, it's just been...
0: uh, He's just been in Brazil, yeah. just uh, uh, plotting. Yeah, yeah, watching the events of these other movies take place. Mm-hmm hearing about the exploits of Toretto and Fam. Yeah,
1: just waiting. Just waiting. Calculating. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Here's the thing, guys. <laughs> you kind of have to just uh, let it go. Yeah, you know. Yeah, you do. There's just no other way to enjoy these movies. Because if you think too hard about them, you're going to go, uh, What? <laughs> oh, what? <Either> <clears throat> uh, because that's exactly my first thought. When it was Introduce that jason momoa is somehow (laughs) related to the uh brazilian guy that they robbed in the fifth movie this is the 10th movie and he's related to the villain of the fifth
1: movie yeah yeah it makes perfect sense so just don't even don't worry about it don't don't worry about it don't even think about it it's okay
0: you know the only problem I really have with these movies at this point is is Vin Diesel's perspective on them.
1: <laughs> okay. Like that's a problem. He's, you know, like the main guy behind this entire thing. I just don't at like that he has
0: this he has this idea that there's like the some kind of like high art or he's creating something <laughs> yeah. that like like if he was also in on the bit that these movies are
1: insane. Yeah. Then I think people would be able to swallow it a little bit better. You know what though? I disagree. Yeah. I think in the same way that somebody that's out to make a bad movie never makes an entertaining movie. Mm. Since Vin thinks that this is like, you know, this is Casablanca 2, <laughs> you know, like he's doing something with this. This is Citizen Kane. Yeah. You know, what, did you see what he said
0: about himself and, and Daniel Day Lewis? No. He, uh, Please, par- I'm paraphrasing, but he basically <laughs> was like, you know, I, I get I get where old Daniel Day is coming from, you know, like mm-hmm. artists like us. It's it's hard to make movies. It, you know it's 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 hard to maintain this yeah. kind of like this kind of a uh, this volume, this output.
1: Like I get it. Like I get
0: why he's tired. I'm tired too. Somewhere you know?
1: in remote Italy, Daniel Day Lewis, as he's cobbling shoes, just had a heart palpitation. <laughs> like, and doesn't know why.
0: <coughs> Wait,
1: what? Ooh, what? What was, was that? that? Hmm, strange. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's a lot, but. I I, I do think that because Vin has this this completely out of this world view of what he's doing, it actually leads to at least a more entertaining product. Yeah. You know, he's not trying to make a bad movie. He's he's legitimately doing something that he thinks is incredible. Right. And, you know, I'm sure he's helping in the writer's room. I'm sure he's helping with directing, and that's probably why he's pushed away a lot of talent. But yeah, at the same time, I I do think that this latter End of the fast series is going to be on its own it like its own self-contained thing where it's very clearly off the rails. It's very clearly jumping the shark. And you just have to you just gotta hold on. You just gotta hold on, Mm -hmm. brace for impact Mm -hmm. and as he does when he pulls two helicopters with with his charger. And just know know the ride you're getting onto. Before you get on. Right. You know, I think that's that's all that's required to enjoy these movies. Yeah, I'll give you that. And I I, I I genuinely hope that it's just a lot of dumb fun. You know, I think the last one, it did get a little too convoluted and maybe a little too self-serious. Yeah. So I'm hoping, like, this is, you know, just more fun. Yeah. Let's loose more. Yeah. I mean, In, there's, there's, even there's more bonkers, <laughs> you know? There's, there's a, there
0: doesn't need to be any kind of uh, super complex... Uh, high high ideas about what this is it's you know Fast and the Furious has always been a revenge tale sure you know it's always been uh, Toretto on the run protecting his family Mm -hmm. and making a mess on the way to freedom Mm -hmm. and having to deal and redemption Mm -hmm. thank you Uh, redemption is definitely a theme and then having to deal with the consequences of the mess he makes
1: on his way to redemption. Sure, the people he hurts along the way. Yeah,
0: and yep. that's and that has been. I think that is the biggest. Well, the biggest theme is family, but of course, the other big themes are redemption and and dealing with the consequences of that redemption. And sure. so, fast ten and eleven, mm-hmm. we don't really need to to go because I heard, you know, the eleventh he wants the eleventh to be basically about Elon Musk. <laughs> Okay. I mean, he didn't say that, but he was like a guy, a super smart oh, guy. He right. saw, You saw that? Yes. Yeah. yes His yes, idea yes. for the villain of the 11th movie, which also could be viewed as a spoiler to the 10th movie, right. because if he's already thinking about the villain of the 11th, he's telling us that Jason Momoa is probably just either a one and done mm-hmm. or-
1: He joins the family. Yeah. I know your daddy didn't treat you right. <laughs> I'll treat I'm, you right. I know about daddies. I know about... Or lack thereof. Yeah. We're family. I am... <laughs> I am... <laughs> I am the Iron Giant. <laughs> he never says that. <laughs> I
0: Iron... am... <laughs> I am the Iron Giant. <laughs> I am pitch black. I am giant. I am... I am Riddick. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I am bitch Black. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. So, as far as the trailer goes, it's bonkers. You know, we get a a, a star-studded cast of people we've seen before and haven't as well. Uh, the return of John Cena. Mm-hmm. Um, Brie Larson's in the mix. We got. Some people are <laughs> speculating that Brie Larson is a is an O'Connor. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah interesting okay yeah that could be that could i could see that i kind of like that yeah that's smart yeah kind of is it another thing of like we never heard about this character's uh, sisters Uh, we haven't heard anything about any of these people until they show up that's true yeah just like uh vin's excuse me dominic's yeah (laughs) mother who's going to be in this as well yeah uh, so that's you know interesting. Oh, we're getting a new character of Alan, Alan Richardson playing Agent Ames. <laughs> say Alan a- Alba, Alan Alba. <laughs> um, <clears throat> yeah. So you know, it, it just seems like they they try to cram in whoever's kind of a big guy mm. in these movies. Yeah. So they know seems that. like
0: it's the only thing that's keeping Scott Eastwood's lights on. Yeah, is his dad or <laughs> this fucking movie? Sure.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Also with... Uh, and, and Jordana Brewster, too.
1: Yeah. I, like it feels I like they don't do anything else. Yeah. else but this series. I mean, you know, honestly, she's probably a realtor or something on the side and just comes back to these movies. <laughs> I, yeah. I get the feeling she's parlayed the early Fast series into something, you know, yeah. just yeah. she's probably chilling. Yeah. And, of course, Charlize is back somehow. And, of course. I don't know how they, they continue to get Charlize Theron. Charlize
0: Theron has returned somehow.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, again. She must, I mean,
0: Vin Diesel is one of these guys that's probably like Adam Sandler, where mm-hmm. people probably who are on his good side m- love him. Yeah. Like, I'm if you sure. look, like, he posted something, he posted the trailer to Guardians. Mm-hmm. And I saw, like, all of these famous people who were like, this is awesome, like, good for you, like, yeah. you got fast and you got this coming out. And it's just like people who like him. Love Love him, him. yeah. You know, so it's not—it's no surprise that, I mean, you throw a big
1: check at these people, and also,
0: like, how do you get Helen Mirren to do multiple,
1: (laughs) yeah, Fast and the Furious movies? I mean, it's got to be the paycheck, right? Like, they've got to be throwing money. I I
0: mean, but but like, how much? It just seems like maybe they just like having dumb fun. The movie's probably like a thrill to film.
1: I'm sure, and they're they're doing it in like these incredible locations, so it's like. Ah, and, and, sure. I, and
0: I'm sure with the way the Vin Diesel is, I'm sure all of them are treated like fucking superstars. Probably. Oh, yeah.
1: But I bet all
0: of them have their own trailers. And it's like a full on multi million dollar, like A list superstar uh, production where, like, you know, they all have like six different agents taking care of everything. Their mm-hmm. riders are probably filled with shit. Yeah. I bet you it's a fucking. I bet you it's awesome. I yeah. bet you it's fucking awesome. I bet you it's like going to a theme park and and not having to wait in any lines yeah. and then having someone following you around sure. with like a mini fan, yeah, yeah. feeding you and 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 making sure you're just having the time of your life.
1: And then you just hang out in Rio.
0: Yeah. Why not? And then for like an hour of your day, you have to yell or something.
1: <laughs> Say a couple lines, yeah. yeah. Drive a car. Yeah. And then yeah. They, and then they just go it's back fine. to hanging out. Yeah. No, I. I How so. else
0: do you convince? Look at this cast. I don't know. I don't know. There are multiple Oscar winners in this cast.
1: Yeah, yeah, and Lewis Black and Lucas Black. <laughs> excuse Lucas me. Black. I thought <laughs> Lewis Black
0: was. I was like, what is he doing? These cars. <laughs> These cars.
1: Let's see. I mean, I think some of this list is untrue because they have The Rock on here too. Who is famously anti? Yeah, I'm sure I'm sure they're and using And Eva Mendez. I'm sure know, they're like, using like footage of him. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. I mean he
0: doesn't have the rights to the footage
1: of him. Sure. Else. that's that's very true. And I think I think Vin's petty enough to be like, we're gonna put you in the movie. You're gonna be in this movie.
0: I mean, look at this. I I'm pretty sure Kurt Russell's been nominated for an Oscar. You got Helen Mirren, Charlie Theron, and Brie Larson. Mm-hmm. And then Bow Wow. And Bow Wow. <laughs> and and Cardi B's in it. Cardi so. B's in there too, yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's pretty big. And Rita Moreno. Ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty silly. But as far as the trailer goes... Yeah, we spent way too much time. Trash or no trash? Not trash. Every time we talk about the Fast series, I know, I know. people should know this by now. Yeah, yeah, not not trash. I actually...
0: This is a Fast and the Furious podcast, I don't I have if anybody knows that.
1: It's a sleeper Fast and Furious podcast. For sure. Um, yeah, no, I... Uh, it got me excited. Yeah, it got yeah, me I, excited I, I'm, for it. I'm gonna watch this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. First day. Okay, so next up, we have a trailer for. I was waiting for you. <laughs> <laughs> Guardians. Guardians. Hmm. Guardians? Well, Guardians. The Guardians. There was a new trailer. There was a there was a new Guardians trailer. Yeah. Yeah, These are all uh, the Super Bowl trailers if people need more specificity in what we're watching. Yeah, that's right. That's right. We didn't
0: really talk about the Super Bowl. Not much to really say. Really? It was a good game. The commercial sucked.
1: Yeah. And and that last call was a real bummer. Yeah. Decided what was, uh, for all intents and purposes, an awesome game. Yeah. Agreed. But. The commercials, though. Oh, yeah. They're getting worse and worse. Stinkers. Real stinkers. Yeah. Yeah.
0: We were talking about it while we were watching the game. The Super Bowl commercials have just turned into cameo fests. That's all they are. They're, and, they're, not, they're not funny. Yeah. They're not creative. They're not like, wow, I've never seen that before. They're literally just how much money can we throw at fucking Steve Martin or, or you know, some actor from yeah. the 90s to show up and do their thing that, they, that they're famous for. Right.
1: And, you know, I, you know, I, I love Breaking Bad but they they committed the cardinal sin of of commercials for mm. me uh nowadays it's not just the cameos it's <laughs> like we're resuscitating this character that you loved to talk about pop chips yeah you know it's like it was awful it was not good. sucks i love sucks. everyone
0: involved but that was that was a bad commercial Yeah, it just wasn't good what are we supposed to the show's been off for years right. it right. would have been more re- more relevant to do something uh uh, uh
1: Better Call Saul? Yeah, to have Bob yeah. Odenkirk
0: do the commercial. Yeah. Instead of, like, have him have, like, the Popcorners on trial for something. Or sure. Something like that. Something, like, really funny and yeah. kind of, a, like, uh, uh, quirky and irreverent. Right. Like, have the chips be sentient and be on trial, mm-hmm. and then you, and then fucking uh, Bob Odenkirk walks in, and he's, like, defending him or something. Sure. That would have been at least more relevant than yeah. bringing back fucking Breaking Bad. And, he, and even, <sighs> even you can tell even uh... uh, uh Justin Jesse. White.
1: <laughs> j- yeah. Brian Cranston. Uh-huh. He's tired of this shit. Oh yeah. I mean, I'm sure he has reverence for the character, but like how how much longer can you do this? He even you know? said
0: he's like this this might be the last time I portray this character. And it's so funny yeah. that it's like I'm he's going to retire the character
1: in a, in a PopCorners commercial. <laughs> PopCorners, right. PopCorners. <laughs> How could I forget? I only know that
0: because we had them at Red Light. Oh. Okay. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't know any other way. I've
1: gotten them before. They're pretty good. They're all right. Yeah, man. they're fine. Yeah. For a popcorn chip, they're probably upper. They shouldn't be making
0: popcorn chips. Yeah, that's well, the problem.
1: Yeah. I guess that's where the problems start. Yeah. Yeah. If
0: you make a popcorn chip shaped like a Dorito. Just get a Dorito. <laughs> <laughs> they're not good flavors.
1: Yeah. Uh-huh. The cheddar's okay. The cheddar's fine. The cheddar's okay. Yeah. yeah. You're right. Cheddar's okay. Yeah. I would eat the cheddar. The white cheddar? Of course. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's no other. That's right. Um, so Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three, the latest trailer, uh, we finally get a little look at Adam Warlock, which is cool. Uh, a bit more on the story going on. Obviously, uh, Gamora's back, but who's Gamora? Not, not as she was, and we find out that's obviously a uh, plot point for Star Lord, because his love is back, but not really. And, yeah, I mean uh, ever ever since uh, End
0: Game it seemed like that's what Guardians 3
1: was going to be about. Sure. Yeah. yeah. I I guess it's to be expected, but um, I guess it's just confirmation. And uh, yeah, I mean, we get a lot of action. (laughs) Again, it seems to be a bit more somber than what we're used to for Guardians, which makes me think one, if not multiple characters are going to die, which has been all but confirmed uh, by... hmm. And kind of everyone involved with the movie at this point. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I well, mean, Batista uh, has all but said he's gonna die. Yeah. Yeah. Drax
0: is gonna go. Um. Like this version of the Guardians. What does that mean? It means right. a, a version that you're not involved in. Right. Chris Pratt has not said a word about this movie. <laughs> yeah. As far as like the plot and everything. Right. He's not said a fucking word
1: about it. Yeah. Batista can't shut his fucking mouth. It's true. It's true. Um, done with it. Done with I don't. It. I'm done I'm, with it. I don't think. I mean, I haven't heard anyone talking about this movie that's involved with it, other than James Gunn and Batista. And Batista, yeah, yeah. So that's true. It's kind of weird. I don't know. Maybe they're under like an NDA or something. I mean, they're always right. Sure, but still, they have to promote it, right? Like they <coughs> well, got. They got. I to mean, talk the rest of it.
0: them have been like Chris Pratt's got Mario, Zoe Saldana's <laughs> got Avatar,
1: Will Poulter's. Uh, Hanging out. Yeah, I guess. He's, he's probably say. doing something else. I don't know. Uh same with Karen Gillen. Vin Diesel's got fast everything. He's got, he's got everything. He's got the world goes. by the balls. That's right. Uh yeah. So and I mean,
0: Batista actually had like knock at the cabin and other shit he's got going on. That's true. So, yeah. yeah, yeah, he's got I, I he's, think he's, he's just
1: yeah, he yeah. I think he's over it. Yeah. And you know, he's he's fine saying like, Yeah, this is gonna be it. Yeah. Um I hate to I hate to say this. Hmm. Never mind. Not, i shouldn't even say it. Okay. It's fine. <laughs> Just I'm
0: shaming the guy, and it's not It's not okay. Batista? Yeah. Why would you do that? I love Batista. Yeah. I love him with all my heart. We've talked about him. Yeah. Plenty of times. But he like, he, he asked James Gunn if, if he could... Should, fuck it, I'm going to say it.
1: Whatever. <coughs> you have, have to now. He
0: asked James Gunn if Drax could be like more clothed because he was tired of... Yeah. Like, we've talked about that. Yeah, already. yeah. And in the trailer, you can kind of tell. Uh-huh. Like he kind of it looks like he's he looks fatter. Okay. Which is not a like it's not a horrible thing, but like I guess the reason I bring it up is because I'm fat phobic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, the reason I bring it up is because when you have this you have this I have this immature view of how these things are supposed to go, right? Mm-hmm. And you have to sometimes it's hard to be an adult when it comes to like you're watching just in general. Yeah, that's true. Just <laughs> but when you're watching something like this, it's a bunch of like superheroes, it's a bunch of comic book characters and stuff and and Sure.
1: I idealized human anatomy.
0: Yeah, and and it's hard sometimes it's hard to like um you lose yourself in it. Yeah. And then and then you have to like pull back and go, listen, he's he's a grown man in his 50s. Mm. It's probably incredibly hard to maintain a wrestler's body. Oh yeah, and of course. He's like, I'm done with this. Yeah, and I understand that.
1: And he's getting you know deeper roles with more acting challenges. We talked about it. You know, yeah. like it's he's not just a big guy anymore.
0: But he looks like he looks more in shape now than he does in the trailer. Like I've seen him in like GQ GQ photo shoots and like interviews and stuff, and more recently he looks
1: great. Well, it's because you, you're you're being fatphobic towards him. That's I know, why. I know,
0: I know, I know, I Because I'm he's saying getting he's, cyberbullied. I'm saying he and... looks great, and it's only because he's in shape. But like, what does that mean? I don't, I don't. I shouldn't have even brought it up, but it is something that I noticed in the trailer. Like he, uh-huh. he's, got, he's got a he's got a, a round face in the trailer. Sure. He doesn't look as shredded as he usually well, look,
1: looks. As dressed, I, I will bail you out. It is very hard to not compare him to how he looked before because you see him as the character and the last time we saw this character was five years ago something like that right so a we lot a, of time is a little bit in a uh, Thor okay I but, have, yeah haven't but. seen it doesn't matter I don't <laughs> care <laughs> doesn't matter don't care uh, but yeah like it, it, it's it's hard because a lot of time has passed since we've seen him portray that character, other than the Christmas special or whatever, but even yeah. then he was kind of covered up a little bit. And, you yeah. Know. Yeah. Um. So, you know, that comparison's easy to make, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. You know. Thanks. So. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Appreciate it. Anyway, so, what do you think of the trailer?
0: He just looks so fat. No, okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Trash. Trash. He looks so fat. No, he doesn't look.
0: It, uh, it 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 uh I mean you know I fucking love Guardians man mm-hmm. one and two some of my favorite Marvel movies and I'm I'm very excited to see how they end the story so there's not really much that they could have done to make me not want to see the movie yeah I'm excited to see Will Poulter I'm excited to see uh, homie who was in Peacemaker as the big bad in in oh this yeah, one. yeah yeah yeah. Uh, cause he, he, even the, the brief moment that we have with him, he's got like that, like sinister Mm -hmm. evil genius kind of thing going on.
1: Yeah. Chuck Woody, this is his name.
0: I'm excited to see how they play that because they're obviously pulling back some stuff with, with like rocket and, and, you know, a perfect society and all this stuff. Mm -hmm. And, you know, a villain with a, with a, with a believable, um, uh, motive, yeah, and always. personal
1: stakes in the story too. Because yeah. he obviously has hurt Rocket in the past. Yeah, so I I like that. Yeah, I want to see more of that. So yeah, not trash, not trash, not trash, not trash. Not trash. Not trash. And finally, we and have finally the Flash. The Flash. I'm the Flash. <laughs> wait, wait a minute. I'm the Flash. <laughs> I run really fast. <laughs> I'm the fastest man on earth. <laughs> uh, I ran so
0: fast I went back in time.
1: <laughs> Rachel! Let's <that's> save Rachel.
0: Let's <laughs> <a> save Rachel. <laughs> picked the wrong building Thank again. You, <laughs> <laughs> Oops. I can't go do it again. <laughs> I picked the wrong building. Where is she? <laughs> oh, man. I don't know, man. I don't know. I mean, Zack Snyder's not involved, but yeah. it still kind of feels like a Zack Snyder sure. movie.
1: <laughs> There's still the sniff of Snyder in there. James Gunn seems really
0: excited about it, but I kind of feel like he's just hyping it up because he right. needs people to be excited about
1: it. I Like I said before, I don't trust the thing he says about movies he, he was onboarded on, you know? Yeah. Of course he's going to say Blue Beetle looks awesome. Right?
0: <laughs> right. He has to. Like, yeah, exactly. What is he supposed to say? Uh, kind of, you like, know. fuck that one. Don't worry about that. We we'll gotta... make up for it later. Yeah. Don't worry.
1: Don't even go see it. <laughs> no, of course not. Um, you know, I don't know. I, As far as the trailer goes, and I'll get this one done in a flash. <laughs> um, I, you know. <laughs> thank you. Uh, thank you for that quiver. Um, I... It it did its job. It did its job. I enjoyed it. It got me excited cuz you know like I'm, I'm obviously excited about seeing the Batman in this. And it's it looks like a good movie. Marco, please please so end sad. this. It's fine. <laughs> oh. hey.
0: Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, right.
1: Yeah, they got Batman. They that's got what Batman. I'm <laughs> yeah. They got Batman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Flashpoint <laughs> is, a, is a good story for the Flash. It's an interesting <sighs> one. I'm yeah. excited to see how they do it on the big screen after seeing the TV show before. Uh, well,
0: so this kind of brings us back to the, the, the Marvel dilemma, right? Where these multiverses, these different dimensions, and all this stuff—it's like where does it end? Sure. This flashpoint story, which in the comic book is awesome and yeah. makes and and gives a lot of these writers and illustrators kind of free reign to to get as creative as possible. Yeah. When you apply it to movies, it's like, all right, but but if you can just go back in time, what's to what's to stop you from preventing every death? and every event that ever happened
1: well and that they anchor that even in the trailer with batman saying well you could destroy the universe by doing this like you can't do this right and it's also anchored flashpoint specifically is such a good story because it's anchored by a very personal uh, uh, story of barry trying to find a way to save his mom Mm -hmm. right that's the (laughs) anchor of it and that's why it works so it's not as unhinged as like the multiverse yeah. in, in the MCU or, or the quantum realm or whatnot, yeah. you know, like just w- exists anything can crazy. happen. Yeah. Yeah. So like, it, I, I do think they have a leg up on uh, not to compare because, you know, apples and oranges to a certain degree, but um, you know, I think that they have a leg up on the MCU with that because <laughs> it seems like this is a very con- self-contained thing as wide as it spans. Right. With Burton's mm-hmm. Batman. Right. Involved. Yeah.
0: How do you get Burton's Batman involved? That's the thing. How does that even make any sense?
1: Because I think it's to say that that Batman exists on this Earth. <clears throat> the, the, a Burton Earth, if you will. Burton Earth. A Burton Earth. <laughs> uh, Burton Earthy. Burton um, Earthy. <clears throat> and uh, so Flash goes to that version of Earth. To get his mom from that version.
0: Or to save his mom from that version. Or to get help from that
1: or does he just? We get don't know. I, okay, we don't know yet. Yeah, it, don't it, know. it could be to to try to kind of make that his mom, <laughs> yeah. and where, where he comes up, you know, he meets up with his other version from that world, um, and maybe that's where he recruits himself to help fight in the world that he screwed up, where yeah. he, I guess, got rid of all the the superhumans and whatnot. Yeah, um, and that's gonna be interesting. Yeah. So how, I'm curious. How does
0: he get rid of the meta humans? He
1: just kills them all. Just snaps crazy. all their necks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we get Zod back. We get Zod. Yeah. We don't get any Henry Cavill, though. We don't. We instead get Supergirl. Which, not mad at. Yeah.
0: She looks great. Mm-hmm. But I am very curious as to how they're going to explain their way out of Cavill? not bringing Henry Cavill yeah. back. He's sleeping. He was in Black Adam.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> well that doesn't exist anymore and so. then yeah right <laughs> we don't talk about that
0: and then you go to his now this movie is set in his version of events his earth
1: his dimension right and you have his cousin well maybe zod happens in a different universe too you know hopefully yeah. hopefully he doesn't go back in time to the events of man of steel right hopefully it's like a different right earth. like that thread is inevitable Yeah, it's just gonna right. Yeah, right. At least in a bunch of universes, Zod comes to Earth and strives to destroy it. Yeah. But instead of uh, Kal-el, they have uh, what's her name? I forget. Uh, Carl. 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 Coral. (laughs) Coral. Coral.
0: Yeah, her name's Kara, but I don't know what her. uh, um,
1: uh, Superman name is her Kryptonian Kryptonian name. name. Oh, it is Kara. RL. Yeah. Yep. So I don't know. Looks interesting to me. I'll uh, <laughs> I'll give it a go. Not, I mean not trash. I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I don't think it's trash. I'm just <clears throat> a lot of questions asked,
0: mm-hmm. which is what I guess you want from a trailer is to sure. open open up a lot of doors and then yeah. hopefully the movie does well in answering those questions and, and, and closing the door on those things. Um I'll say, removing my bias of all of the shit that Ezra Miller has got, Ezra Miller has gotten into. I'm not that excited about their turn as the Flash. Mm-hmm. I'm excited about everything else that I saw. Okay, I want to see more Ben Affleck, yeah, Tim or Tim Burton, uh, <laughs> Michael Keaton, mm-hmm. you know, uh, whoever's playing Kara. She looks great. Mm-hmm. So, all that shit around them looks fantastic. Sure. Uh, I've just never been that big a fan of Flash. So, I guess maybe I'm a little biased. <laughs> sure. Flash yeah. always just seems like a. This could be another hour. But I'll just say, <laughs> yeah. My biggest thing with DC has always been, and the reason that, like, the reason why Batman stands above most DC characters mm-hmm. is that most of them are meta humans. Sure. So, they're they're just their their villains have to be so overpowered
1: sure because
0: like how do you defeat the flash like think about it from a logistic standpoint how do you defeat the flash he's the fastest person on earth or in the universe people find a way yeah of course they get creative with it but like on the surface level of uh, how much planning time does
1: batman have yeah
0: right if he's got prep time then he can he can take down anybody sure but the flash can run so fast that his molecules can vibrate, and he can go through, through walls. Through walls,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: What? He can do that. How do you stop that? Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, sure. So I've always been bothered by <clears throat> how powerful DC characters are, and it's because they're this like wondrous idea of what a superhuman sure. is, yeah, yeah. and they've been around they're for like like two hundred years, and yeah. I get that. Yeah. So I'm not gods gonna... and
1: monsters, if you will. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm
0: so i'll say not trash i am excited about it okay let's just leave it at that cool surprising
1: yeah to say yeah looks pretty From, good like a dc universe this is thing. hey, this is dc's chance right <laughs> mcu's kind of floundering a little bit this they can it. they can swoop in mm-hmm. they can do it this is this is this is, this movie
0: and that's why james Gunn man, he wants this movie that he needs this <laughs> yeah. movie to please because this is it this yeah. is the time Yeah, You know, Quantumanium's getting bad reviews. It's probably still going to do well at the box office. Sure will. If this movie swoops in, like a year from now, and even if it does, like, okay, Mm -hmm. it's like, I don't know, man. Got some competition now. Could happen. Not neck and
1: neck, but it's going to be fun. It's only good for everyone involved. Mm -hmm. Yep. All right. Okay.
0: That was it, right? Last trailer? Yep. All right. Well, we're done with all that shit, but there's one last thing, well two last things that we have to do and the yep. first things first we have to do our cheers of the week so
1: Obi, tell the people what your cheers of the week is. My cheers of the week goes to Metroid Prime Remastered oh should have known you had it or got mm-hmm. it uh, this baby got uh, stealth released Yeah, after a uh, Nintendo Direct and uh, oh, nice. boy howdy uh, uh, I mean, wowzer! What a remaster and what a surprise it was. Um, I had only played Prime like peripherally. I hadn't ever owned it and like you know beaten it, but I I, I think I rented it when I had a GameCube for a little bit. Uh huh. Um, but this is my first time like really playing it, like actually sitting down and playing it for any given. Amount of hours, uh-huh. and it is incredible. It's such a game ahead of its time. Yeah, um, and it looks it looks so good. <laughs> I, I, like it looks way better than it has any right to look. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of like, so, I mean, not like modern, but some of the later Xbox 360 um, <laughs> Halo Halo games. Yeah, like it looks it looks like stylized, but also <laughs> Just surprisingly high def for the Switch, yeah, which is incredibly underpowered, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. they make it work, and you you can finally use two sticks. Ooh. it's nice. Two sticks. You can also use the little uh, yeah, the, uh, the 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 what's it called? Not six axis, That's PlayStation, but the uh, you know the 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 thing on the the, the phones and stuff mm-hmm. that oh the uh, the, uh, uh, the 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 wow. you know the the, the gyro <laughs> yeah the g- g-
0: Gy- gyronomicon. The Euro. The, the Euro. It's pronounced Euro. The the Euronomicon.
1: Yeah. Um I, I I can gush all day about the, you, it, but name, uh Euronometer. Euronomer. Euronomer. The Euro. Uh but it's incredible and I highly recommend anyone who is even remotely interested in Metroid to go ahead and give it a go. Uh I'm also a little biased because I had recently eh, within pe- like last year beaten uh, Metroid Uh, super metroid yeah and there's so many callbacks to it and to play it in like a first person perspective and to see what how they transform the the entire game into that uh it's really really cool yeah so highly recommend it all right yeah right on very good these or uh (laughs) dc
0: the uh nintendo switch is in this weird place in its life cycle where it almost seems dead Mm -hmm. and yet they're putting out. They're still putting out like some of the best games. Like you, we're getting the Zelda sequel. Mm-hmm. We got this Metroid uh, game that's come out. Yeah. So they're still <clears throat> they're still putting out like really good games on it, and
1: people are still buying it. People are still buying the console. They, a lot of people are on their second console of the Switch by this point. You know. I don't know why you would do that. Well, they got the new uh, screen. The oh, OLED. yeah. The OLED screen. Yeah, yeah, yeah So yeah. a lot of people like that. You know, some people got the smaller one. The I forgot about that. The, the, the whatchamacallit, the mini or whatever. Yeah, the mini. That shit was a fucking stupid. waste of money. Stupid. Yeah. Don't like it. Sorry to the people who got it. That's so stupid. Yeah. But, it's like
0: $100 more. And, you just, and, and they just take away so much in the
1: mini. more? That was less.
0: No, no, no. I'm saying $100 more to get the ah, just, right. just get the regular one.
1: Yeah, the regular Switch. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> no, I agree.
0: Agreed. <laughs> yeah, uh, have you have you played the Dead Space remake
1: yet? I have not. Yeah,
0: I'm debating on because spoopy. too spooky.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I I uh, I barely survived the original one, so I'm just I'm
0: just kind of like, do I want to spend seventy dollars on a game that like if it's the, if it's exactly the same or even remotely the same? Mm. I kind of feel like why would I spend seventy dollars on an uprest version of a game I already beat? Well, from what I hear, it's not
1: so. You may be interested in it. All right. You know, they changed some story stuff. They changed some levels and they've apparently added on a lot of the the mechanics from part two. Yeah. Into the first one. So, okay. Sounds like it's, it's a it's a worthy upgrade. All right. Maybe I will get it. Yeah. Also, real quick, I was teetering on the fence of, of <coughs> doing this as my Cheers of the Week, but the new Paramore album. Oh, uh, yeah. I haven't listened to it yet. I've heard really, really good things about it. It actually slaps. Yeah. I listened to it today, Slaparoonie. Yeah, and I'm not the biggest Paramore fan in general. I was really? Far too cool for them Oof. when I was younger. Wow. Who do you think you are? Ah. Uh, well, I'm cool Ain't enough it now. Fine. Uh? Yeah. I'm, uh, well, yeah. Of course, I enjoyed the singles, but I'm saying like I, I would never like sit down and listen to a full album. I sat down and listened to this full album. You're my friend, a silly bitch, you know that. My friend, Slaparoonie. Yeah. Yeah. I bet. It's good stuff. Good All stuff. Right. I'm definitely going to listen to that. It's fun. Probably it's on the fun. way. Yeah. Oh, good instrumentation.
0: All right. Uh, my cheers of the week is going to the author, playwright, screenwriter, James Baldwin. Ah. Aha. Aha. I've been doing a lot of... Um, been taking advantage of this <clears throat> Black History Month more more so than I have in mo- recent years. Uh-huh. Actually, taking it seriously. Okay. <laughs> Actually, um, you know, trying to uh, educate myself a little bit more on certain things that I feel like I was a little bit ignorant on and some stuff. <clears throat> James Baldwin's a person that like I knew who they were, but I didn't know really much about them. Mm. And uh, just kind of, um, I don't know. I was just, uh, just something struck me recently to like learn more about certain figures and certain aspects <clears throat> of, of, of like the civil rights movement and, and, mm-hmm. and black culture, especially around that time period. So, <clears throat> I've been reading a lot about James Baldwin, and uh, I just watched I Am Not Your Negro, the uh, documentary mm-hmm. that came out a couple years. I think it was like 2019 it came yeah. out. Saw that in The Indian, actually. Yeah, you did? Uh-huh. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah. Very, very good documentary. So, uh, basically, um, he was going to write from the perspective of three different uh, uh, civil rights leaders who had been murdered around the same time. And he was going to write from their perspectives or, or I guess, to them and use his, his uh, perspective on those on these three different people to kind of connect the uh, 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 black identity and, and black culture around that time to try to tell a story of what it meant uh, uh, to be one of these uh, prominent civil rights activists and what it meant to be black in america at this time Mm -hmm. um never got to finish that story so it's like these private letters pieced together with like different writings and different lectures that he did over the years and stuff it's a really good documentary yeah um and just he's he's just an extraordinary writer and i just find myself like reading and rereading his stuff and and really trying to like devour it in a way that like i haven't in a really long time like critically read something in a long time yeah um so it's just it's just been uh um challenging in a way that i haven't intellectually challenged myself in a while Mm -hmm. so it's been rewarding good so yeah it's been fun nice you know as devastating and depressing (laughs) and
1: awful as it is it's also been very rewarding (laughs) that's good And again, I highly recommend you listen to the audio, audible book version of Autobiography of Malcolm X. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, Yeah, definitely going to do that. Check that out. Yeah, very well done.
0: All right. I think that's it, right? Yeah. Well, can't be it until we do the beer of the week. Cheer! Cheer! Let's talk about the Roses Kolsch from Red Light, Red Light
1: Brew Pub. Obi, what did you think? Uh, I thought it was pretty good. Pretty good. Um, I think I was expecting it to be a little more sour mm. with the uh, the Syrah grape in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I didn't get that. I got mostly like a mellowed out version of a Kolsch a yeah. little bit, um, which ain't ain't bad, ain't, ain't bad. bad. Ain't bad. I like it. Um, easy drinker. Fun little, uh, switch up when I am so used to getting the crude Kolsch. I'm gonna give it a four and a half. Hmm, yeah.
0: I'm gonna have to just go unanimous four and a half. Okay. I, I I agree. Fun little diversion from like just the, the, the OG crude Kolsch. And, um, the Syrah grapes just kind of add this like tartness to it, this this um, slight fruitiness on the back end mm-hmm. of the palate, but doesn't drastically change the beer in any Mm-mm. any substantial way. But it's nice, uh, especially on like you know warmer weather starts rolling around. It's gonna be oh yeah, this one's gonna fly. Mm-hmm. This is gonna be good. So it's
1: just crispy a nice girl,
0: little, yeah. So. Real refreshing. Mm-hmm. I dig it. Yeah. All right. Yep. You think we got it? I know we got it. Let's get the fuck out of here. This has been the One Beer in Podcast for myself, Marco Dupa, and for Adam Obesius Rodriguez. Yeah, buddy. Thank you guys for listening. Drink delicious beer and have yourself a beautiful evening. We love you. Yeah.